Welcome to the 2020 in review gaming tech pop culture podcast, whatever you want to call it. We're going to get a little silly on this podcast because we're not going by any news reports. We're not going by any uh, written down scripts, nothing. This is the end of the year banter for you to love, enjoy, and kind of just ring out the rest of the new year with the rest of this wonderful chaotic year of 2020. Well, listen to us talk about our year in 2020, and as we talk about all the tech breakthroughs, gaming breakthroughs, all the crazy stuff that happened in our world in 2020, which is 2020. Um, so I think the best way to end this year with our podcast is as chaotic as the year began and has gone through. So uh, it wasn't that chaotic, really. <laughs> um, we started this year. Holy crap. It's crazy that it's actually been a year. Um and it seems like it's been the same thing every day for a year. It's been the the most monotonous year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get up, you go to work, you go home. You get up, you go to work, go home. Yeah. So we Yeah, essential. if you guys are living in a bubble, I'm still going out every freaking weekend there, like hanging out with my girlfriend every weekend. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Maybe if you were living in fear the whole time, but Jesus Christ. No, th- things things started getting better. Hmm. Well, to a point, now they're worse, but that's the story. <laughs> um, they're they're really not though. Um, like the the economy's tanked, but the COVID thing, well, has been the same since day one. It's just whether or not the media wanted wants to scare well, you or not. Well, no, no. Today is our first day of the new strain actually hit America today. So, uh, new strain of the exact same thing. Uh, which is kind of scary, but anyway. Okay, good. You know what, though? This is the first day. This is good. I want you to pay attention real hard and watch how quickly the media jumps on it and tries to fear-monger you into ratings for the next three months. So, Because they're going to do it. And I want you to keep an eye on it because they're going to pretend like none of it's Biden's fault, even though they blamed it all on Trump last year. Watch. Okay, anyway. so We're going to count it all. We Okay, so obviously gaming... Um. I would say let's start because usually we review what we've been doing last week or whatnot, but I want to get into what in the heck for gaming, what were we doing this year? Um, And I would say for all of us, one of the big things that we actually played for probably the longest stint of time and we played it consecutively for like sometimes nights in a row in even times. I think our longest span was like nine days in a row. We were playing it. Especially Uh, because the um lockdown yeah, was war was warzone now hold um, up you're gonna you're gonna call it warzone but i'm gonna call it punching myself in the balls <laughs> because um, that's what i feel like we were playing um as much as like some of us got annoyed with it i think that's actually the most we consecutively stream the same game like ever yeah um, but and it's not I because saying- i it's not because we liked it i feel like it was because we like playing with todd and todd doesn't have any other way of playing and the only thing we can play with him is that game. Because I yeah. feel like if he had a PC, we probably would have jumped ship a, a lot earlier to other stuff. Yeah. Um, although we have another guy who just got a PC who's going to be joining us, actually. Um, Bo, he actually just got a PC. He wants me to help him set it up. 
So who, Bo who? Bo. Bo who? Bo. As in Bo Near? As in Joe Near? No, Bo Urso. <laughs> who the fuck is Bo Urso? <laughs> Dude, you can't bring up the name Bo and I, not I, make me think I, of someone we used to know. Well, I used to work with him. <laughs> so uh, I used to I used to work with him because he was my employee. Um, but he used to also be an employee at Radio Shack for like six years, like in a row, whatever. Like he I'm not talking bad about him. He I'm was, just he saying was there, you, he was there for she was at Radio Shack like a while. All um, I'm saying is you can't bring up can't be like, yeah, Bo. And I go, Bo who? And you go, Bo! Because I'm going to go, oh, you mean that dude we used to play Soul Calibur with every day? Actually, like, come so, on. So anyway, so Gruden's memory, because actually Bo did play Warzone with us a few times. Um, so, but it seems like Gruden forgot that. That's right. Uh, what was his name in, in, in that? Oh, shoot. I don't remember his tag. I don't remember his tag right now. Um, But in general, like, I think the only other time that we played that mo that much that many days in a row um, was when me and Grim were not streaming. We were playing StarCraft like all the time um, with a couple other people yeah. that we actually haven't gamed with in like a long time. One because he has like nine kids now. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, are we sure it's nine? It could be much higher by now. He yeah, he he spreads like goddamn zerglings. Oh, like. The amount of children he has. Um, but he walks it. by chicks and he's like, hello. And then pfft, that's it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's and just in general. So in as much as some of us might not like it, I think in general, like we had a lot of fun, like trying to actually, we won more than a few games. We've actually, we won more games and actually, I don't know, actually, we won about the, the same as we did. See, his, the, the problem is every time we played it after the first like two weeks, we start out having fun, but within like two games, all the glaring bullshit of that game would become apparent. And by the end of the night, we would all just be pissed off. And that's how it went every time because that's the how game PUBG is goes so. Too. Yeah, no, I never get pissed at PUBG unless you guys don't listen to me. No, you, you guys get pissed because you when suck the, at it. When the hackers are so bad, it's nowhere near as bad as Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty, the, the 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 problem with fucking Call of Duty is straight up that there's so much talentless skillless bullshit in that game that's it that's all there is to it everything you do is sprint and fire you don't have to think about what you do because there's no consequences to anything it's just it's stale as hell and the only reason why people love it is because it's the smoothest running game in the market yeah yeah yeah, yeah it does run very well if PUBG ran as smooth as that people would play well no because PUBG's still way harder well PUBG is still pay to play like you still have to pay yes, to play and it's it. it's also ex much much harder. I was thinking about just earlier when I was playing, like, with I'm fuck I I'm moving through the woods and I'm I go to reload my gun and it slows me down and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Then I climb a hill and it slows my movement and I'm like, and I'm starting like, when I say consequences, it's not just how Call of Duty has like firing blind firing and you hardly lose any accuracy, but it's shit like running up a steep hill in that game and you're still moving at max speed. But in, in PUBG, if you run up that steep hill, you're slowing down. You're taking a risk because it's killing your movement to get up that hill. Yeah. It, it's small things like that that make the game require far more thinking and far more skill when you're playing it. Because you, yeah. you got to watch out for all those little mistakes. And you don't have to watch out for any mistakes in Call of Duty. You just fucking run and fire. Sorry, move on. This is not a Call of Duty hate. Right. <laughs> Fuck um, Call of Duty. 
Uh, other than that, though, we did stream like a few other games. Like we did, um, we did freaking Fortnite one night. Yeah, and, and we won two fun. games. It was fun. We had fun. Uh, and we won yeah. two games. You know why? Because Fortnite is goddamn easy too. You, had, you hated so it, but it was so it was it, so it fun. Was so bad, my computer didn't turn on the next day. Literally. <laughs> no, no, Nate, right, you got that wrong. You got that wrong. You oh, were man. so bad that your computer didn't turn on <laughs> later. Because I don't know how you were so terrible while we were literally winning. Every goddamn game, like we won nearly every game we played. It was embarrassing. That game is so easy. Yeah, it's so, easy, but we, I don't know. We had fun because it was a it was a change of pace. That in uh, Real Morale. Yeah. Like Real Morale did seem very seem very buggy, like super buggy still. I, I like, love Real Morale. <laughs> I like this new one I've got too because I've won every game I've played. And I know, I know people are thinking you're full of shit. No, dude, I'm serious. Battle Royale, I have won every game I've played in it. I am not kidding you. It's so stupidly easy. I'm like, these kids must never play League of Legends. How are they even playing this game? <laughs> it's They're so bad. Maybe it's just balance. I don't know. So, yeah, and that's what we played as, like, a group. Um, so, um, we'll begin with this year, so at the beginning of this year, when this pandemic started really hitting, it really didn't like hit America until like we got word of it early, but we didn't really have like any lockdowns or anything um, until February. And it was literally uh, when we went to PAX, things were starting to get serious. Um, they weren't serious yet, but they were getting there. And it is crazy because um, at PAX, and I'm really surprised, like none of us got sick. Um, with PAX, going to PAX, um, when there was no masks, there was like obviously there was stations, everybody was sanitizing, stuff like that was all happening. Um, wait, so I'm what really... you're saying is maybe masks don't have the effect they say they do? Well, no, it's how close we came to, um, when that virus actually hit our area. Um, because not anybody really, there wasn't, I was looking on the subreddit like weeks and weeks after, not really anybody got sick at PAX showing that it really wasn't too much in the area yet because it was like a week after that our numbers spiked across rhode island and yeah. massachusetts um so if we were away from like we would have all been like i mean well packs would have easily been canceled for one mm -hmm. um so yeah it's crazy to think that we were on like the cutting edge of before this threat uh but packs was a lot like so it was fun uh it was the first year we stayed at an airbnb which was way more, it was way cheaper and way better. Yeah, it was fun. In my opinion. I liked it. Uh, it was a lot better. Um, it's way better than that hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, Except so, ben, ben sleeping on the couch. But <laughs> Well, oh well. <laughs> Tried every every way to get comfortable. He, he's like sleeping on a pee though. You know, he, he's princess in the pee. But yeah. uh, it, 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 I it missed was... that. I missed that little bitch. <laughs> so... But yeah, it turned out to be a lot of fun. Actually, it was facts worked out really well. Um, it was the first uh, first year that we didn't super focus on getting interviews too. No, yeah, it came out really well. We had two. Yeah. The video was done differently because we had two cameras going the whole time, and we split off into groups. Um, and then the video was done from different angles the whole time, and or multiple angles of the same shot, which was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So, which it worked out really well. Um, 
also got to meet like uh, one of the games that I picked up in September um, that I couldn't wait to come out because I played the demo at PAX and met the developer was Iron Harvest, which is a, one of the best, I think, RTSs to come out in a long time. Um, just because of the sheer mechanics, it mixes like a few different elements like Company of Heroes and other RTSs all into one. And it works out really well. It's basically comp- Company of Heroes with, more, with extra mechanics. Yeah, yeah. What was really cool at PAX is like uh, Pat Country like recognized us this year. Like yeah, I went, yeah. he had they they had like a little stage type setup type thing where he was autographing the books. He's like, "Hey, I know you guys get up here. How you doing?" You know, we talked. Yeah, screen, yeah, have a screenway media. I have a yeah. dream that someday you guys will go to a PAX and you'll be recognized by a fan, but not because you're Bazinga or Nate, but he'll walk up and go, "I know you." You know that guy Grim calls a bitch all the time and point at me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, I have one. I can die a happy man. (laughs) It would be great, dude. It would be so funny to me. Um, Yeah, just in general, like, PAX worked out fairly well. Um, I got to play, obviously, Streets of Rage uh, 4 for the first time before it came out. We never even bought that. We never even played it. I have that. Yeah, but we never... Never I know, been we set up a night to play. Never did anything with it. Just, no, no. We, just, um, but I had a lot of fun nope. playing it. There hasn't been a game smashing. Forever. Nor have we played. Have we, we played made a the video? New yeah, the the new Windjammers mm. has come out, and I, we played it at PAX. It was a lot of fun. Well, we need to we get a game. We need to get a game, and we need to start playing again. Something mm. we can play like once a week. It's also been three total... kingdoms, total war. Come on, we're all going in. Another thing that changed was in, in 2020 was our jobs. Well, yeah, our jobs. Changed. So our our hours are all over the freaking place. Wait, did yeah. did you guys switch from catcher to pitcher? <laughs> well, it maybe, feels well... like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's it's, definitely it's getting weird. screwed. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, which I don't know, like, I would say not all the time, but more than a few times, I know, like, my boss is like, you're in the morning? No, okay, well, you're coming in the morning anyway, okay. Yeah, See, you know what makes it, dude, you know what makes it funny, funny, too, is that in the case of your company, I feel like the only reason why they did anything for you during COVID at all was so that they could cover how bad they were going to fuck you later during it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm well, serious. No. They wanted people to go... Oh, they're giving their, their employees a couple hundred extra dollars every now and then. I guess that's cool. And then totally miss the guy in the corner jamming it in your butt. <laughs> they didn't want they didn't want people like the PR negativity of being the company screwing people during COVID. So they covered it with something else. Yeah, and we're like, oh, well, that's because nice they're doing of them. it, dude. Where we have inventory in a week, which we are doing ourselves this year, right? I'm I'm working twenty five hours next week. I'm full time. I'm working under 30 hours or to get inventory done. No, just to just cut. They're just cutting hours. Yeah, It has to, it has to be more than like two months of cut hours or something. Yeah. They're just cutting hours. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, I wonder why. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they gave me a bonus Mm -hmm. of 50 cents an hour for the whole eight months and you know the company's not just going to eat that even though they made record profits so they're going to screw every person in the company for as long as they can to get the money back but they care about their workers they said it on their website and they told people in their commercials yeah that they care about us they have commercials (laughs) 
that they care about COVID and mm -hmm. that they really try really hard to do something about COVID, but they cut the hours so bad that no one has time to follow any of the COVID procedures. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> so one of the big things we'll get into um, really quick before we move on to some other gaming topics and stuff, gaming subjects. Um, this year began with the year of cyberpunk is coming out and we faced a number of delays from the beginning of the year all the way till it got pushed all the way to december so i mean well to november um well december november anyway it got pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed um and then it finally came out and it didn't even play on two of the systems it was coming out on it well the, well, the thing with that it was never made with the intention of being on the uh new consoles well it no, was made okay. for well it was made for pc they they were focusing on pc but yeah, the right. consoles it was supposed to come out when on was the xbox and the playstation 4 but it they worked good on the the ps5 and xbox series x but they don't even work that well on the consoles that they were supposed to come out with on on the first place yeah no that's very true um but now after because obviously they're facing a lawsuit now oh really yeah um so yeah it's not gonna go anywhere no it probably won't go too far but the reason why is because there was distinct statements sent to the board and everything in cd project red the leaders of the cd project red um pointing out even like when that other delay that happened um that pushed it to december um there was delays distinctly pointed out the ps4 and the xbox saying it's so far we can't tell how long it's going to be um, to get them up and running stable. Um, it could up to be a couple months to get these running. And that was an email that was sent to one project manager to another showing that it was going to need a lot more work to get those running on the PS4 and the Xbox and not a couple weeks, which is what they projected when they released it in December. That was only a few weeks when it was stated in that email it was going to take months to get this fixed. Hmm. And they went and released it anyway. Yeah, they, I don't know. Uh, but but we have to go to the other side of this because this this release has shown a shine a magnifying glass or like a light onto the bottom feeders in the media and oh, on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. and the trash that will feed off of anything negative. The game is buggy and it should not have been released. Granted. Jumping from there to also it's a bad game so that you can get clicks is bullshit. The game is excellent. The bugs are the problem. And I'm saying this because I don't have to worry about the bugs. I play it on my PC. I have no bugs at all. I have yeah, the slightest problems. Okay? Playing the game without bugs, you go, oh, this is an excellent game. It is literally the best open world game to date, period. Probably, it's yeah. just buggy but, as but, shit. But I have heard that there, it's lacking in uh, the detail. But it's not. That's it's what really I'm telling not. you. There it's are people, really uh, there, are, there are bottom feeders and trash in the game's media who are slagging on this game. The people in the media who are trashing it are doing it because they have they, they have a thing against CD Projekt Red for like four years now. They've been oh. claiming that they're transphobic and racist and sexist oh for like four God. months. For like four years. So they've been shitting on a, for them forever. Mm -hmm. They wanted this game to fail. All right. And then the people on YouTube are jumping on this bandwagon of hate. Most of these people on YouTube played it on the PC and are pretending to have these problems. Like you see like Angry Joe bitching about it. Bitch, I know you have like a $4,000 PC. You weren't playing it on PlayStation 4. Okay. 
I know the gl- the glitches are there, but you weren't running into them. So stop fake angering about it. You're not angry because you're not having that problem. Yeah, and that that that's my problem. There are people on YouTube trashing on this game who I know for a fact could not be playing this on a console. They have too good a PC. If they're playing this on a console, then they're lying about their PC rig they claim they have. Who would in their right mind would have such a great PC and then buy it for a PS4 or get the the review copy for PS4 or an Xbox? They they, they really wouldn't. The game is buggy as shit and it has its problems. But I would say the same thing as like, for example, Grand Theft Auto. If you look at Grand Theft Auto, it's buggy when it first comes out. It's nowhere near as bad. Mm. But people ignore the bugs and focus on the story and the world and how well everything, how cool everything is. And then they tell you, well, the game's amazing because it's got this great story and all that. This game comes out buggy like a Fallout and nobody ignores the bugs and then claims that the bugs make everything else in the game bad. Yeah, there's a... um. Like, it's crazy, because I find, like, a lot of people have pointed out, like, the amount of depth that's in this game, it's, like, silly, like, compared to how many other games. Like, the other big Ultimate World games that we've had in the last, like, 10 years is, like, Skyrim, we've had Breath of the Wild, uh, GTA V. Like, some of these are huge games, but nowhere absolutely near. And, like, Breath of the Wild is a fairly deep game when you know all the lore and stuff, but it's nowhere, not even slightly near how much... Uh, cyberpunk has in it dude it it's like shallow crazy. in comparison it, it's crazy the amount of detail in that game well i've heard I'm the still... detail, like the physical detail of the game is like you can't even shoot out tires if you shoot in the water nothing happens you throw a bomb in the water nothing happens uh if you get hit by a car you the following anima- animation is exactly the same every time things like that it's lacking in which they dude, might add no, in, in there is no fault yeah there is no falling animation when you get hit by a car you get yes, hit by a car is. you don't see no you don't see your body so you don't yeah. see an animation. There's of no course, no, when you fall, it's the same way. You yeah, don't the... go flying across the screen or flying everywhere. It's literally... Yeah, you know why you don't go flying everywhere? Because it's more realistic than Grand Theft Auto. A car hitting you at 30 miles per hour on the fucking street because they're not speeding, because they're not on the fucking freeway, is not going to send you flying 4,000 feet like it does in freaking Grand Theft Auto. Feet. You get hit by a car and you fall back on your back and you see your knees go up in the air every time. I've been hit by multiple no, cars and not had that happen. I've had that. I've seen that. I've, I've seen that once or twice. Most time, I get knocked to the side because I get hit somewhere on the side of the car or whatever. And as for or, the other stuff, a... you're right about like the shooting in the water and stuff. But I can say that about just about every open world game. But yeah. I also was saying, you know, they could add that in in patches in the future because this is how gaming is now. And but my, if it's needed, but I mean. my issue too is again, you're pointing out. People are pointing out shit they have no understanding of. I'm still seeing new videos of people complaining that the shooting isn't tight. I'm like, you effing retard. The shooting's not going to be tight if you are not skilled up in the operation of that type of gun. People forget it's an RPG. It's not a fucking just point and shoot. If you're skilled up in shotguns and you use an assault rifle, guess what? Your shit's not going to work as well. No, you're not. You have no idea. You got to think you're you got to think of it as an RPG. You got to think as a person handling that gun for the first time in their entire life. How the well prob- are you going to shoot it? The problem is that. And that's where it comes down to. You the Witcher. The Witcher appeals to RPG fans. OK, this game appeals to people who play GTA, oh, uh, Assassin's Creed and all these other games. And what do all these games have in common? Fake RPG. 
They make yeah. you think you have RPG elements, but they're not really RPG elements. So, like in Assassin's Creed, you get new gear, and all the gear does is increase the number of the, the number for your damage. It doesn't have any statistics behind it for like how well the, the the enemy deflects it, how well it hits them, the kind of damage it does. It doesn't have different multiple types of damage. It's just damage. So, yeah. all, mm -hmm. so you play like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And you st you get a new weapon, and all it does is increase your DPS by ten, and the DPS is literally just percentage of damage. In that game, it gives you a like you get twenty percent more DPS, but you might not get that bonus at all if you have no skill in the gun. So when you fire it, you're still missing your shots. Yeah, like there's a whole layer of RPG engine under it, and in those other games, there's just a like a coding of RPG numbers over the top, and the engine over underneath is just action game. Yeah, because you'll forget, like, this is based off, Cyberpunk 2077 is based off uh, Shadowrun, um, which is a real, was beginning with a real tabletop RPG that was just as detailed as D&D. So, and that's what's in Cyberpunk 2077. It's as detailed under the covers, like, under the whole hood of the whole game, is of a D&D game. And that's what people don't realize. There's all that in there. Yeah, but when I saw, the, like, when I saw somebody shooting... It was, I don't know, it wasn't the, the, the control, it's just the arm looked like it was a rubber arm. It looked well, really I, shoddy. If you're talking about, if you're talking about animations, yeah, I don't, I've never noticed it, but the animations might be not up to, like, par mm -hmm. with that. But my problem wasn't that. It, my problem was I'm arguing that the game, like, the shooting isn't tight and, and the con gun control is bad. And I'm like, you don't know what an RPG is, kid. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the I Witcher is the, the same way. Up. I understand the people. Up. People tell me The Witcher had bad combat, and I played that game, and I was like, "What are they talking about?" Then I went and read about it, and it was a bunch of people who don't play RPGs and didn't understand the stats. They're like, "I'm doing no damage. Why is my weapon barely hurting them? Why is my armor suck?" And I'm like, "Dude, there's more that there's more stats than the armor are and you, DPS." Are you talking about and Witcher One or Witcher Three? The Witcher Three. Witcher they're, 1 they're is like, very difficult. I can tell you that. The control yes, is difficult. Yes, But what I'm saying is they claimed the combat was terrible. And they had all these bullshit reasons. But all those reasons, except for maybe that it's a little floaty, mm -hmm. came, back, yeah, came back as I looked at it to they only looked at one stat. They looked at the sword and they said, oh, attack power is higher. I'm going to put that on. Not understanding that every sword has a different... Um, different range of how its damage works and you have to understand that when picking your weapons the highest dps weapon is not always the best goddamn weapon but because it's these people don't play rpgs they see this and they just think higher number is better derp i played i played world of warcraft last year i know what an rpg is and it's <laughs> yeah it's just dumbed down bullshit hey, hey grim fix your mic Dumb down bullshit. <laughs> um, no, it's very true. Um, and as far as if you want to see bad animations, I would say the worst animations I've ever seen in a game for gun animations is uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's oh, probably God. the worst gun animations I've ever seen. Really? They're worse than like an NES game. Dude, like, we could have terrible. we could have a five hour discussion. Terrible. We could have a five hour discussion about how the new Tomb Raider games are a rip off of Call of Duty. I mean, uh, of Uncharted, but they're fun. Uncharted, but them. badly. They're not bad games, but people tell me that 
Uncharted ripped it off. And I'm like, did you play the original Tomb Raiders? Yeah, other than yeah, them oh, both, yeah. other than them both being uh, Indiana Jones style things, one is clearly an action dungeon crawler game, which is what Tomb Raider is, mm-hmm. and the other is an action cinematic game. Yes, there are big differences between those games, and they the are. new Tomb Raiders lost what made the old Tomb Raiders great by yeah, trying no. to copy Uncharted. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Tomb Raider paved the way for that type of game. Like the guy that the team that developed that might have not been inspired to make a game esque like that without Tomb Raider existing. So, but I don't believe that because they made well. If you look at Uncharted, Uncharted they made an action game that tells a story. That's a big. Did, that's something for him to initially start his project and writing the code. He might have been playing Tomb Raider and going, "I can make a better version of this type of game." Who knows? Maybe he played um so, Gears of War and thought, "I want to make a cover shooter," and he was a fan of Indiana Jones. Because um, again, if you look at Tomb, no, if you look at Uncharted, Uncharted is like. Each game has maybe three dungeons total. It's more. It's not even really dungeons. It's more of set piece shootout scenes. Yeah. With Indiana Jones style story in between. Uh, Tomb Raider is literally we're gonna dive into multiple different dungeons with a ton of puzzles and we're gonna solve them. Yeah. It's a completely different style game. You have to if you play Uncharted, you think they're the same type of game. You're only looking at the surface. Yeah. Because they both draw from Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. they are completely different style games. You couldn't even call Tomb Raider a shooter, a, a shooter really, even though she uses guns. If you look at how that plays, that plays, it's more like Z targeting in a Zelda game. Yeah, it is actually. Like right. when you fight, you're circling your enemies and stuff in those games. Yeah. Uncharted is nothing like that. You're in a straight up gunfight and you're getting behind cover and fighting an actual gunfight. It, it's, that always aggravates me because I'm like, you guys never played the original Tomb Raiders. They're only surface level. Very, very true. But whatever, move on, because Uncharted didn't come out. Grim, yeah, can yeah, you change yeah. your mic, please? Um, Probably not, because it's probably going to fuck up everything. Because <laughs> when, when you when you, cause you talk so loud, you peak your microphone. I will, I will lower my voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because if I unplug it now, it's going to be five minutes of fixing the goddamn thing. Because that's what causes it to swap over. Uh-huh. What, like, I start up Discord, it screws it up. When I swap the mic, it screws it up. I'll just... I'll do seething anger. <laughs> it, Uncharted is not the same as that other game. What do you prefer? Uncharted every day. Okay. Because well, yeah, I, I like Tomb Raider, but the storytelling in, in Uncharted... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing people have to remember. Tomb Raider didn't change the industry. Uncharted did. Everybody started copying Uncharted with storytelling. Everybody. Even open world games are trying to do it now. Yeah, I, I prefer Uncharted, but I prefer the newer Tomb Raider games, though, than the old ones. Yeah, the newer... Like I said, the only the problem with the new newer Tomb Raider games is just that someone, some moron, went in and sat down and said, hey, we should do a game that's about her diving into tombs as side things, but the main story is trying not to be killed by these dudes on an island. Very true, not because this... in the game you're going through and you're like, oh, I just found a tomb. Let's yeah. tomb, tomb was... 10 out of 50, you know? And the, But the truth is, what that game should have been was like, it should have opened up with her in like the Sahara Desert, all right, right? Mm-hmm. And make an open world area in that area, and you're you're searching for a tomb as an archaeologist, and you're not worrying about killing other humans and shit. Maybe later in the game, 
something, but like that game was the tombs were like a side story. They yeah. completely missed the point of what Tomb Raider is. It yeah. is funny though because the the last the last Tomb Raider that movie that came out was just like the game. It was it was like very similar. Yeah, except I have a hard time believing ninety pound girls can kick guys' asses twice their size. <laughs> Even in kung fu movies, I was I'm always like, dude, I know the I know what physics means, dude. And if a ninety pound girl, if Crystal at work punched me in the face as hard as she could, she might make me bleed but I would barely move and I am not a trained anything. I'm a fat 40 year old man <laughs> and I still would barely move because her weight is so nothing. So it's hard for me to buy it when I see that in a movie. Anyway, yeah. move on to the next part of the anyway. So, year. okay. So 2020 uh, for all intents purposes was actually the year of the gamer kind of thing because of lockdown. So many people were playing games online, even professional sports players, because they weren't playing sports. They were going ahead and playing whatever on live stream on Twitch or whatever. Um, they were also yeah, a like, lot like of, the racing. A whole and... lot of fake people started popping out of the woodwork. A, a lot of the sports teams were counting their gaming as the actual sports. Yeah, like instead of racing a NASCAR, they were racing a computer game, and they counted in iCar in iCar racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very um, interesting. I'm so glad that that didn't take off, though. <sighs> I'm so glad NASCAR tried to do that, and like uh, Gran Turismo World Championships just kind of buried it. <laughs> like nobody cared. Oh, NASCAR players driving a car. Whatever. I'm gonna go watch Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah. And don't invade just... my space <laughs> but no in general like and we've had like basically for a point in 2020 it was actually hard to get a hold of either an xbox ps4 or a switch anywhere they were literally selling out everywhere uh i wouldn't say xbox <laughs> um they had a really rough year dude i don't know where you're getting your numbers well, no, this. Our, our location does not have anything <laughs> nothing well no we don't have anything no we don't have yeah anything. Um, yeah, it was also the year I bought three PS4s this year. No, three or four PS4s. Anyway, I bought a few. <laughs> um, and fixing a few of them. So, yeah. One I got for like 20 bucks. Also, it took, took like two the, seconds to fix. This is also the year when I discovered that wrestling without a crowd is so goddamn weird. It's very strange. <laughs> like you, you see these people come out and they're used to doing certain stuff. So you see them like climb up to the ropes and look out at the crowd and wave their arms around. There's no fucking crowd. Yeah. What are you waving at, dude? Why are you getting up and looking at the crowd and going like, "Come on, you ready?" There's no one in the fucking crowd. Nobody's ready. What does AEW do? Um, AEW used to put their people in the crowd, but now they have some audience but they'd have their own they'd have their wrestlers out there watching the matches it's it's very weird it it's kind of it's depressing because it kind of it hurt their momentum dude mm -hmm. like aw was on a rocket climb and then this happened and it kind of petered out and the pops that they should have got like when sting came out a couple like a month ago they should have blown the lid off that arena and there was no one there to do it yeah like, even WWE, was, it was really strange. And then they got all these TVs and stuff that have, like, all the fans from home. It's it's still and strange. Then, and then people start. And then, if you want a good laugh, I watched the Wrestle Talk video. 
and they were like top 10 people that shouldn't have appeared on raw but did and it was just fake pictures people were putting up so like one of them was adolf hitler oh geez because they were just they were putting pictures up one was um uh chris benoit the crossface oh crippler God. chris benoit he's been dead for years one of them was um vince mcmahon from like the 90s that people were just putting pictures up of freaking people in the background so, um i, yeah, I believe at fun. one point someone which this one's terrible but someone put up an actual um beheading video from the middle east oh my god wow. and yeah they got a lot uh, wwe got in some trouble for that one damn Ooh. yeah um, so the big thing that happened this year was at the very beginning of this pandemic when it really started going into lockdown um was final fantasy 7 remake finally came out and you're not allowed to talk about it you never beat it so I, i'm most of the way through it i said no end. you're you're a fake i'm I, you are <laughs> fake, fake news. to me because fake news because you, no, anyway. i'm sorry he didn't he didn't beat it he's fake his opinion about means nothing anyway so um we had final like and holy crap, like I spent because I had vacation like a week after. I spent know? like three hours playing it because <laughs> um, I didn't beat it. So um, and I spent like a week, like like two weeks just playing it like straight like every day. Um, How did then, you play it for two weeks straight every day but not beat it? Because um, <laughs> I was doing I was getting every single thing in the game. I was Dude, I have 99 percent. As of now, I have 99 percent of the trophies and it does not take that long. Why um, didn't you beat it? He so, was looking at every then, single detail, every pixel. Well, every he didn't play this. I'm sorry. I have to be mad at him, dude, because he did not beat the remake. So then what happened was the first PS4 I bought actually died. It actually had a blue light of death, which was unfixable. Um, and here's, actually, here's his excuse for a which I try, Which I actually tried to fix it a few times um, by reseeding the APU, um, but it just wasn't taking. Um. So obviously I got another PS4 fairly cheap um, and just popped my hard drive in there. But there's actually PlayStation allows you no way to transfer save files. So that's the problem. And the drive, once you format the drive to work with a PS4, it's encrypted, like triple encrypted. So there's no way to even get access to those files on a PC. So you can't move them. You can't do anything with them. So you just, they're gone. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So now I've been just like slowly playing through again. Um, but it's absolutely one of the you, most stunning games though like ever you made. disappoint like, me ever <laughs> like ever like made it's so fun like um Dude, i don't i don't care what people is... think or say that game there are certain scenes of that game that immediately well up emotions like nostalgia and all this shit from when i was a kid and played that game yeah and i like the there fact are certain it, it was... scenes it's ugh. And the fact the engine seemed like what Final Fantasy 15 had missing in it, which was cool for the combat. Like, yeah, yeah, it's what Final Fantasy 15 was missing. But and... like the ending scene, not the ending, but the scene where there's three different ones you can get, where you can talk to Aerith, hmm. Tifa, or Barrett. Those scenes are in the other game, but when you do those, when you get those scenes, they are like. It's hard to explain, but like they're poignant as fuck. Well, and I and I felt like there was a lot more like you got to know um, Avalanche a whole lot more in detail. Like you, 
in this, it made they made you actually really care about every single member of Avalanche. Um, I don't even, like how even, even the goofball like guy. I don't like how some of them survived though. That I didn't like. Oh yeah, yeah I know, but because they changed it. Yeah. If my theory, if my theory is correct about time travel, and exactly mm-hmm. what's going on, then it makes sense. But I don't. Went back, yeah, you think Sarah went back in time? Yeah, I know. No, not not just that. I think he went the exact point where he went back in time is when you run into him in the alley because the you end up yeah. you end up showing up late to talk to her, and because you show up late to talk to her, you get arrested in front of her instead of by yourself and everything's yeah. off at that point and the and them little spirit ghost things are trying to stop you yes trying to slow you down or something each time because you you basically messed with time by showing up late at the beginning of that well those ghost things are weird because they show up every time something's going to come out of sync um with the original timeline yeah but i feel like they're also showing up because everything's already out of sync the minute he showed up in that alley, everything went out of sync. No, and but trying even, to pe- when, even when Eris is going to fall in the church, they show up and, and grab her. Yes, because they're trying to scramble to put everything back together. Yeah. But either they don't know or they've accepted that they can't do anything about that because the first time. Like, let's put it this way. You know how, like, you can never stop the first attack because you don't see it coming? No. It's the second attack. So basically, Sephiroth traveled back in time, interrupts Cloud and slows him down, screws up the entire timeline. They realize it and are trying to prevent any more screw-ups, but they can't fix the first time because it already happened. And they didn't see it coming. Like, they didn't know he was going to do it until he showed up and and did it the first time. Because they show up right after that. Yeah. In the street, like right, like you get out of the alley, you meet her, and they show up and try to uh, interfere, and it's because the timeline's already screwed because Sephiroth screwed it the the minute he showed up. Yeah, but what are they actually doing though? Because it seems like they're just kind of like getting trying to keep they're trying to keep the rest of it on track. Yeah, because I'm gonna guess it's the best they can do, but I don't know. Like Mm. it could be something completely different, but they can't they can't fix what's already happened. And like I said, it's basically like Sephiroth walked up and punched you in the face, Nate. You can't stop the first one because you didn't see the first one coming. But you can try to stop all the rest. They didn't stop him the first time because they didn't know he was doing it. And until and then when he did it, everything went out of whack and they rushed in to try and stop him. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. But who cares? This is not a Final Fantasy podcast. If it was, <laughs> if it was but I will tell you this. It it only goes to show that Hironobu, uh, not Hironobu Sakaguchi, uh, uh, Nobu Umatsu's best soundtrack is without a doubt Final Fantasy VII. They redid it, they remixed it, and played non-remix versions in orchestra, and they're they're freaking brilliant. Like Tifa's theme is amazing. Um, all the new shit's real good. Like that 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 is the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, no, it is quite good, but like, um, if you put it across all genres and all forms of making music, I would do have to say Final Fantasy VI, by for me, has the best soundtrack. Yeah, well, you're wrong. Second runner-up would be Chrono Trigger, but 
Like, I don't want to be mean, but you're just wrong, dude. <laughs> um, but that's just me, only because I there was sunny so many crazy moving moments in Final Fantasy VI that were just like, and the music just made it that much more. It was awesome. So, but no, in general, like it was the year. Uh, like I was saying, the year of the gamer, year of Final Fantasy VII, uh, came out. So, and it was also like the year when we change from one generation of a console to a new generation of a console. Um, no, we didn't because half of us couldn't find one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but they all sold out. Like they beat all their expectations of how many units they were going to sell. Both companies, uh, Microsoft and Sony, both shattered their expectations that their investors put up. So, which wait, is crazy. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? The numbers they were going to sell, they shattered the amount of numbers that they predicted they were going to sell. Not both. both. Nope. Nope. Where do you get this from? From Forbes. Dude, dude, no, 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 man. I just saw the other day Microsoft sold 25% less than the Xbox One. Oh, yeah, but I'm not, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what they put up for expectations to sell um, for just this system. I don't Um, believe that. What they expected to sell. I don't believe that Microsoft expected to sell less than the Xbox One. Well, that's what Forbes is showing. And I'm telling you, I don't believe that because there's no way that Microsoft went into this with a $299 system and said, we're going to sell less than our worst selling system since the original. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that that's their expectation. That's what Forbes is showing, that they both beat their, what do you call it? expectations uh, i don't companies. believe i don't believe that one bit so i'm sure that's what ford's reporting i'm sure that's what they'll say because like for example two weeks ago um maybe it was a month ago uh phil spencer claimed that um they don't lose any money on game pass and then like two weeks later you found out that they paid um ea something like 400 million dollars to get ea pass on there and Game Pass itself hasn't raked in that much money in its first year. So I when oh, wow. it comes when it comes to PR spin, I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth. So no, if you're telling yeah, me they is. expected lower numbers, I don't believe that. There's no way they expected lower numbers because three hundred dollar system, dude. You know, yeah. like, you have to expect better numbers with three hundred dollar system. Like they're already they're already two to one behind. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, compared to PlayStation, yeah. And but that's my yeah. point. Yeah. When the, the Xbox and the PlayStation first, 4 first dropped, they were not. So what, like, they fell behind by about 100,000, 200,000 in the first, like, month and a half, two months, okay? That's, they were, they were competitive for the first quarter of a year or so with the Xbox One and the PlayStation. And then they, then they started falling apart. Yeah. So you're telling me they expected to be selling underneath and be behind two by one within the first month of the release? I don't believe that at all. Um, no, but in general, like, obviously Xbox Series X, what it is, there wasn't any crazy changes besides better graphics, better performance. Um, they're both, one's vapor cooled, one's water, uh, one's metal, yeah, liquid metal cooled. Um, but between the systems, there wasn't a whole lot of differences. Um but when you get down to controllers, there was some distinct differences. Yeah. Xbox really didn't change anything on their controller at all. Um, it's pretty much the same controller all the way through. 
where PS4, where PS5 controller, um, the main, the the what do you call it, the middle piece that's the board itself is like flimsy, uh, It's a type of circuit board, but it's on plastic. Um, I forget what the technical name for it. Um, was the same uh, and, plastic and the, board. Yeah, and the analogs were exactly the same. Uh, also, exact same model, everything. So they use those same parts. Um, the biggest difference is the triggers, the technology, and the uh, the rumble motors. Those two things were completely new and way better. The triggers can be adjusted per game by it's the software, which is. But it's not just the stunning. triggers. The whole the whole controller feels different, dude. No, no, it like, feels different. But I'm saying from a, like exactly what the hardware, what actually changed inside it. Yeah, um, but and, I'm telling you, I've used I played a test thing the other day, and I got to touch the controller. The triggers aren't the only thing that are different. Like you get weird feeling on like you know how like the spots the the wings at the edge of the controllers. Yeah. That you hold on to. You feel shit in those too, dude. No, no, no. That's what I was about to get into. So the triggers have its own technology built into it. They just two uh, plastic and a spring, which is what it was in PS4 and other uh dual shock. It's so hard to explain, so, it really is. So the actual new triggers are actually a full it's a full mechanism that can be taken out and replaced if anyone breaks. But it actually has a tiny little circuit board that controls a tiny little lever that pushes it up or uh, up or down. So the triggers are either have to be pressed all the way or a very short bit. So and you can program that within software, which is really cool. Um, which is absolutely amazing. Then the next part is the rumble motors. The rumble motors used to be these tiny little discs that spun. That's all they were inside the ends of the controller. Now it takes up the entire uh, grip of the controller on both sides. Those are haptic feedback motors. They are way more advanced than these tiny little things that were in before. They cause feedback across the whole controller depending on what you're doing. Like, And we saw the first controllers that actually have this technology was the Joy-Cons. Um, and PlayStation got the next version of them in their controller, which is crazy. Um, the, and then the, they, the controller is excellent. It's well, insane. The Xbox controller already had, they have impulse triggers in them, which had their own little rubber motors too. Not exact, yeah. not exactly what the PlayStation has right now because it's haptic feedback. But because yeah. the PlayStation 5 has these these in their triggers, now the Xbox is using that, that feature now because no, it's but always I, been there. Yeah, but I've taken apart both of them, and literally, like, there's nothing, like, they have this small little thing. It's like, I don't even know what the hell, it's wicked tiny that's inside the trigger. Um, the rumble that gives off is barely anything. Um, and the actual rumble motors that were in the Xbox are the exact same motors that are in the PS4s. There's no difference in them. Uh, where now the PS5 has completely new technology. They ain't using anything old besides the, uh, the main fabric circuit board and the analog sticks. Those are the only things that were the same. Um, mm -hmm. the well, the Xbox uh, didn't change their controller really at all. So, no, but, yeah, but PS4 didn't change their controller. They just added new hardware. It it feels the button, same. Operates that center button. Yeah, it operates the same. Um, it just has a whole lot more functionality as far as with uh pulling you into the game more. Um, and then this really cool thing happened just recently. So, everybody knows you can use your PS4 controllers and stuff on your PC, right? Okay. So as of last week. Um, Steam got an update. Uh, they put it inside the main base of the OS for Steam. It can fully use all the capability of the PS5 controller, the haptic feedback, the responsive triggers, the adjustable triggers. It can do all of that now on, on Steam. You can use the entire functionality of it. 
So I'm definitely getting a PS5 controller fairly soon. So now you can <laughs> just, just now you can just plug it in. You don't have to yeah, use some aftermarket it. software. No, no, no. The, well, Steam has been that way for what a couple years now. All right. Uh, when they announced full support for X for console controllers, mm-hmm. um, and they were they stayed on their word. Um, they did the update not too long ago, and now PS5's new controller is fully functional on the Steam with all its capability, all its new capability, I should say. Um, and then the other thing that happened, it hasn't been, hasn't gone live yet. It's going to go live during the next kernel update, uh, for Linux, but PlayStation pushed, um, because obviously like I talked about before, PS5, nobody is running... cares about Linux. So, um, so, PS5, <laughs> um, so PS5 is running, um, Linux, um, and so is PS4. So, nobody and obviously they had to write, about... they had to write a custom kernel to get that controller working with the PS5, obviously. Um, so that custom kernel, uh, that part of the code they wrote to work with the Linux kernel, they sent off to the headquarters of Linux um, to put in the next release of the of the Linux kernel. So all the next the ne- once the next release happens for the next kernel, all the new dist- all the next update for all the distros after that will have that full functionality for the PS5 controller if you're actually gaming on Linux. Which is really cool. PS, like all that twelve was done, of you out there. And, and that was do, <laughs> that was done by Sony themselves, which is really cool. They actually went and made sure, like, I mean, they gave the kernel, like, the code to the main people that developed the Linux kernel. To hey, here you go. Here's this piece of code we developed to get this running. You can add it into the next kernel. And they're like, okay. <laughs> um, so it just the the just something like that, a little something like that that Sony went and did to actually. Uh, allow people that are actually gaming on Linux to go ahead, and and people don't remember also, um, people that actually still use there is a number of people that still use a Steam box. That's just that's Linux. Um, you're gaming on Linux. It's no, you mean it's just a Steam like is on the front. It's just the, I guess you could Nobody say the. Nobody cares page of it. about Linux. And now they can use their PS5 controller on it. Yay! So, which is really cool. Nobody um, cares about so. Oops, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I just started chanting. So this so, this year for hardware, I got that uh, 8-bit Do controller there. You did use that 8-bit controller. Yeah, the SNES SN30 Pro yes. came, out, came out this year. <laughs> and it works pretty good. Yeah, that's no, it's a decent... The that's, um, 8-bit Do is probably easily became, within a couple years... The best third-party controller developers like out there. And then after that, it's like um, Retrobit. Yeah, Retrobit does okay. There, but theirs are They're a little cheap. Some are yeah, really, yeah, yeah. some are really good and some are really shitty. Um, so that's the only problem with them. Um, where Eight Bit Do puts a hundred percent quality into everything they make. Um, all their stuff is really super durable. Um, very well like made, handcrafted. Like it's it's just really well done. It looks like. A lot of the stuff that was supposed to come out this year, as in hardware, has been uh, pushed back. Like, uh, sure. like the N sixty four HDMI. There from Rich, uh, Retron. Um, you know things that were supposed to come out this year. Yeah, but that was not so much that. Um, with the one from Hyperkin, it's delays within like getting it running smoothly. Um, because the N64 is really hard to mm. um, get working with 
chips and stuff without FPGA. Um, and the thing is, Hyperkin, they didn't want to use FPGA because that would cost more. Yeah. Um, there was an also which is, an, there was also another uh, an N64 clone that did come out, but all it was was. I think they took the N64 motherboard and put it in another case. Yeah, they did. It's just, and then yeah, it's all that. soldered on an HDMI to it that uses yeah, basically the HDMI to uh, compose composite adapter or something yeah, like that. It's absolute, it's yeah, it was crap. Shit. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, so, yeah, and then the other thing with, like, for instance, like, I like the Hyper, like, the Retron 5 is cool, but the reason why I bought, like, uh, Retro Bit, um, trio is because that's done with fpga that's real hardware mm -hmm. that's not emulation um but it costs a little more that's the difference that's the same thing um with the other retro system the retro uh vcs not the retro the uh the other one i can't remember the name the polygon or the paula i don't remember that really I nice don't... the one that's a modular nice... yeah the one that's 150 not that oh, one. No, you're that you're, one's... you're talking oh, about no, that, that... no no the polygon that's emulation too Oh, is it? Um, you're yeah, you're talking about the um, the really expensive one when when the NES yeah. or the Super Nintendo one came out or whatever. Yeah, well, there's a few. There's three of them now. Yeah. Um, but those are fairly expensive because it's done with FPGA, mm -hmm. which costs more money to make. Yeah. Um, it's not cheap. So, but they run really well, and the reason why they built those FPGA boards from here on up to run in high definition. So, and that's where you're getting the benefit from because you're not having to worry about the lag or anything like that because they're built to run on an HDTV. Mm -hmm. um, it's really, really nice. So, and that's the problem like with uh, Hyperkin, they're doing emulation and it's N64 is not easy to emulate. There's a lot of the little things that that FPA, original FPA board was doing that it's really hard to replicate. So, and that's the biggest problem with that. Yeah. So, but that right there, everybody, that is our year in gaming. Some of the biggest moments that we've remembered that we distinctly like were here. We witnessed, we were around, we saw these like crazy things that happened. Like, um, and, I barely remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with it, like gaming had some big moments, like as far as like just so many new gamers to like coming into. Uh, people picking up gaming as a hobby just because they're bored. Streaming also became really big. Yeah, it um, yeah, more big than it was. Yeah, like forty times more people watching streams or watching YouTube videos. Um, it was yeah, just all over the board. Which is lucky to the people who made Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four because no one would have watched it any other way because it's <laughs> horrible. Yeah, I, I'm like halfway through it. We'll get we'll get we'll get on that. Okay, everybody. So <laughs> well, let's move on. We're gonna move on to technology and pop culture. Um, we'll get into those crazy changes that have happened throughout the year because holy crap, 2020 has been a year for technology in some ways. It's been pretty nuts. Um, and then obviously in, within pop culture, we had some things like the Mandalorian season two happening. Mando and the baby, you prick. Which, baby which Yoda and the Mando. Which was stunning. Um, so it, it's not stunning. Stop. It's a pretty good show. It's not <laughs> stunning. It's um, Jesus Christ, dude. We had some absolutely great things go on with that. So we're going to get into that. Um, so let's like 2020, like as far as technology goes, everybody. So we like this year, 
like I bought a track phone. Um, <laughs> what? People, people, like, okay, so for one, as we want technology, one of the biggest things that exploded um, when the pandemic hit and lockdown happened was you barely even heard what Zoom was. Mm-hmm. People still okay. don't care about Zoom. Um, now everybody and their mother, even their cat, probably knows what Zoom is and has it on their device or whatever. Like, it's crazy. It's everywhere. Like, even like, I mean, it's like, obviously, even the place I work at, I had to fucking sit through a stupid training thing for a week on Zoom. I sat for fucking eight hours on Zoom. For how many a days? Day. How many days? I don't remember. It was like three days. Worth oh, okay. Of it, was okay. A few, it was a few days. Um, it was, I think it was three days. Yeah, three. It was yeah, three. super damn boring. Holy God. <laughs> I have mine uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, it was. So what, wait, what do you got to do in a couple weeks? We have like training. you have to sit through a, con- a conference training thing on Zoom for it, like eight hours, like for three days in a row, three or four days in a row, eight hours a day on a Zoom call. Hey, wait, let me guess. What's the training for? Our, what do you mean the training for our job? No, I mean what? Like, what are they teaching you that you don't already know about your job? Yeah, but it just required training. Like they have to, you like everybody is required to do it. Um, the reason why is because they can't like make you exempt from the people that just started. Like everybody's in the same. No, place. no. My point, I'm make, Nate. The point I'm making here is they're they're screwing with your schedules, probably cutting pay in all different areas and cutting hours and all that shit. Whatever they can do to save some money, and then they're probably having you sit down and be trained for eight hours on shit you don't need. And not just well, you, but everybody that works there that has to see this crap. Well, no, that's no, what no, I'm no, saying. No, You're no, probably no, being no, trained no, on common sense shit. And the, probably, I'd say no, 75% no, of the people were already managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were, but there are some. There are a number of them that actually, um, like when I was sitting in there, like the guy leading the conference call, like it was like me and one other person that answered every single question. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them were really confused. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, we yeah we don't hire the smartest bulbs and that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just how it is, though. I mean, and yeah, but Zoom, like for that technology. So my point was we're leading into video conferencing, which led into the technology of every camera manufacturer allowing you all of a sudden to use your camera as a webcam. Mm-hmm. When they could have done that before. Yeah. Which I still haven't even tried. Because <laughs> I don't have oh. uh, I, I don't have a, a battery extender for my M50. And they just came out with the, the GoPro one. Yes. Yeah. Which I have information to talk about when we get there. Because I, uh, with my GoPro. Oh, they'll go for it. Because we're in the subject of cameras. Why not? So I have finally. So because of the pandemic. Uh. The GoPro Hero 8 mods were way pushed back. Like, they were never coming out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's because uh, the factory, part of the factories closed down, didn't they? Probably. So, I have finally gotten all of the mods for the GoPro 8. I've got the selfie screen. I've got the light. I've got the case with the microphone on it. I can finally do... I can finally have a 
like stop and shoot stop and vlog camera and it took a year <laughs> for this shit to come out but it works very well the only thing is the the, the selfie screen is not touchscreen so you have to like turn that off to use the actual screen but it's very compact and easy to use it's pretty cool yeah you can also use your phone to control all that too though yes yeah yeah, yeah. you can it's just i have a thing with having to use my phone to do anything else besides use it as a like my my phone because <laughs> when you're filming with the phone and you get text messages and shit like it's just annoying you shut your notifications off no, it's not. Yeah, but like you could be flying a drone, and then boom, your phone rings, and you're like, "Well, you I gotta deny your, that yeah, phone," but hopefully, it wasn't all, important. You all know? you do is like, if like um, when I've ever flown my drone, I shut, I turn my phone to silent. Nothing can happen. No, I know, I know. It's just I prefer to leave my communications open because you know one of my family members yeah, has COVID, yeah. stuff, you know, no, stuff like oh, that. I, I, I think you're worrying too much, but that's all right. Well, anyway. that's that's me. <laughs> but um yeah so there's that so that's pretty cool that i got that all set up and ready to go and then um i am planning on getting a uh mavic mini 2 ah uh, yes those drone. are super nice yeah yeah so that'll be cool yeah one of the youtubers uh graffiti artists actually recently they sent him one because mm-hmm. he uses a uh, Mavic in a lot of his video, like the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sent him one out of the blue. And he was like, hey, I guess I'll do a short review while I'm doing this art on this wall. <laughs> um, and Yeah, it's it's really nice, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's cool. But that's my uh, the hardware of the year for me. Um, yeah, so. I got a other... CPAP machine. Me too, and yes. I can't use it, so. Just shut up and use it, you whiny bitch. Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> figure out how to then, because have, you're gonna end up do, dead. Do I have tried and tried? I've tried for like a month now. I cannot sleep. Well, keep doing it. Uh, Get some sleeping pills or something. I've tried. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally not kidding, dude. But that's all right. You will eventually. When you wake up one day and your ankles are swollen and you can't move, that's when you'll start taking it seriously. Yeah, that because that that's what happens. But see, when with you start me, getting, I started getting winded walking to my car in the morning before work. No, I, I don't do you know, know how scary that, that shit is? Yeah, I'm not fucking humongously fat. I have mm-hmm. a small gut. Yeah, I I go to the hospital. Doctors, they're like, oh yeah, you're good. Like you you don't have any problems with cholesterol or anything like that. And yet I can't walk to my car without getting winded. Yeah, I don't have any issues like that i don't like i said you will my that's issue, what i'm see, saying it's what, going what, to I'm happen. Con- what i'm concerned about is so i just it's not that i'm like snoring so loud or, or you know that i catch myself just stop breathing not because i'm yeah blo- no listen not because i'm blocking the airway i just hold my breath Ugh, that's that's pretty bad too I don't know what that's all about because, like, I'll I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll be like dozing off, and then I'm like, then "That's I'm like, 2019." I just 20, I just stop breathing. I just stop breathing. <laughs> I don't, it's not that it's blocked. I just stop breathing. It's like my my brain's telling me, "Oh yeah, you gotta remember to breathe," and then I'm I gasping for air. It's not that I'm getting blocked from, you know, not the airway being blocked. I just stop. So I'm kind of confused about that. 
But like I have basically, one and I, basically, when your heart starts to get bad, that's when you'll worry about it. That's when it will start scaring you a well, lot. No, I that's basically it's what just, happened to me. The problem with the CPAP, it's it's like forcing air down my throat, and it's too much. I'm like getting waterboarded by air. <laughs> I get waterboarded. Seriously, you it's like. <laughs> too much air yeah. and it's warm as fuck i can't breathe warm air i need cold how can you not turn it down because i got mine at like 63 and it, it cold cold air in my face the whole do i i turned all the shit off i have all the stuff off no heating no humidity uh, you know well the humidity but it's very low everything's low and i even turned down the amount of air it's pushing it's still drowning me it's it's very weird find a way to get used to it that's all i can say it's a all hey right. i can't fall asleep <laughs> all right so I'll come over and knock your ass out <laughs> every night. I'll be like, "Well, I'm, I, I, for your daily I'm like dozing off with it, and then I finally fall asleep, and then I'm like, <gasps> I can't breathe. <laughs> it's fucking weird." All right, so in technology, this was definitely the year of the foldable phone, and that <sighs> hasn't slowed down in the least bit. Even though I don't think they're really selling well. Did the fold the folding phone and the failure of? Well, they're, but it's weird because I don't think they're selling well, but they keep on coming out with new ones. Because they want them to be successful. Well, then make them cheaper. They'll be they'll sell well. <laughs> well yeah, like... think think about it. Think like Xbox. It's not selling well, but they keep bringing it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a matter of, I love the idea of the foldable phone. I want a foldable phone. I'm not going to pay that much money for it, though. Sorry, well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. If you want a foldable phone, why don't you just get a flip phone? Um, <laughs> So funny, and that's the thing, they're not going to sell these phones that well until they get around to the four dollar, four hundred dollar range. They're not going to, it's not going to sell, it's not going to do some crazy numbers like, like they need to make the technology affordable. Um, well, we're talking year in review, right? mm -hmm. Yeah, so you just brought that up, so I can spin this around too. So, year review, we have people all over the place. Fighting for Activision on Act Act Activision, whatever the fuck. Yes, thank you. Screaming about everything, you know, you know, stand up for these rights, stand up for that right, stand blah 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 blah. All these people screaming and yelling. We now we got pictures coming from satellites pointing out the factories that they are forcing slave labor on people in China to build phones. People that they're illegally arresting for, um religious uh persecution no one seems to care about that because if we stop them from doing that that's going to affect their their cheap ass phones and all that shit they get well they're not cheap they owe those phones yes are made there then they go and charge you fifteen hundred dollars for them yeah but they are cheap because they would yeah. cost fifteen hundred dollars if they weren't made over there anyway like if we were making them we'd be charging that too we'd the only difference is the company $2, making them the company making them wouldn't be making a profit of a thousand dollars on each phone. Instead, they'd make a make a profit of like a hundred bucks because it would cost them fourteen hundred dollars to make this phone. But because they're using slave labor, uh, you, it's not on the news. You have to look it up because they're not showing it on the news. But we have like a satellite that showed pictures of the of them dragging people into these into these work camps, these labor camps. They're slave labor camps. And they're arresting people that don't, that believe in like basically any religion that the Chinese government finds wrong. They're being arrested and thrown in these camps and worked until they die. And then they burn the bodies. 
and we have camera footage now of them doing it. And I don't see a goddamn person in this country screaming about people's rights when it comes to that. All these liberal assholes screaming about everybody else's rights, but they don't care about those rights because it's going to affect their little phones and their technology that they love so much. Well, I don't think it's that. I think that a lot of them are too naive. Like, that is the problem. I think it's 100% that. Well, no, no. I think it's people are too naive to realize where things come from. No, it's because they were they went to school and they were told what to hate. So they don't hate China for what it's doing to these people because they were not told by their teachers that it's wrong for China to do this. They were told that it's wrong to believe in America. So that's why they hate America. But they don't hate what's going on over there because they weren't told that. I don't think they actually know. That's the thing. And they they're not gonna, like, but no, they're not going to know by you just so, oh, hey, look at this footage. But you here's have... the thing, Nate. That, they would know. That, that circles around the whole argument because they would know if China didn't own our goddamn media and if people, places like CNN and ABC and NBC and MSNBC reported on it when it popped up instead of burying it and ignoring it. Hmm. And that's where the whole problem comes in. Like lot, I know of... I'm I'm getting on a, a a soapbox, but I just find it incredibly funny that that's going on in China right now, and no one cares because well, it's not being. Yeah, no, you're very right. No, I do have to recommend though uh, for technology though, um, to like a couple of places that areas that are actually doing really good. Like, um, nobody doesn't know, but like AMD's stuff. So, and far as like not Nokia, but um, Huawei, uh, Huawei. <laughs> Phones. Um, Huawei phones, uh, OnePlus, even though, like, I used to be, like, I was a fan, I had, I had the first OnePlus phone. Um, as soon as they jacked their prices, I stopped buying right, phone. Don't buy Huawei but, because they're made by the so, Chinese government, which means no, no, they're no, made no, by no. these people that can't do any, that can't say no. No, not all Huawei phones are made over there. Like, a good portion of Huawei phones are made over in Taiwan, too. Um, Taiwan, like, it would be actually, like, it's crazy. Like, and I've watched videos, like, of, because I watched a few different uh, technology websites where they go over there and go take a tour of the factories and stuff like that, uh, especially in Taiwan. It would actually be pretty nice to work in one of those factories in Taiwan. Um, they like take really good care of their workers. It's crazy um, in Taiwan. All right. Well, I'm going to pretty much so, prove you wrong right here because China doesn't deal with Taiwan and it's a Chinese owned company and they hate Taiwan and they don't deal with Taiwan, but I'm going to double check my facts on that just to prove you wrong because <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, that's so why, a lot, that's of why which... a lot of people didn't like when Trump did that whole tax tariff thing with uh, China. Yeah, yeah, they did. He did that because they are not paying. One of the reports I saw was a lady who said she worked in that thing and made one dollar and ten cents a day, a day working ten hour, ten hours a day. And then they charged them for room and board. Yes, and then they work them until they die, and then they burn them. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, yes. The like the reports that are coming out is that these people go in for crimes like relig like they're Muslim, so therefore they're arrested because you can't be a Muslim in China, and then they're supposed to be set free back in their own country after like a service of years, but they just keep them there until they die, and they don't let them out. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> Um, but there but are... yeah, Huawei does not make their phones in China. I mean, in Taiwan. So the big other thing, like 5G, um, 
became a thing this year, even though it's still actually not that great. Um, it's yeah. actually only, it's only good if you're actually fairly um, within a city near one of the towers. If you're not in those two things, you're getting better speed on 4G LTE. It is it is getting more expensive. I do get it outside in some areas. I still don't get it here, but like in Charleston, I'll get it. Um, where was check I? your speed though, because I bet you're getting faster yeah. speeds on 4G. Well, it's, well, it's not even the 4G. It's even with the 5G. It's it it's when they were talking about 5G, they were it was like 100 gigabits a second. You know, super super it speeds. It it it, it is when, when you're near the tower. No, not even close. I have been directly where there's a tower. Like, um, but is it a 5G tower? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Like, I, and it's funny because like. Where there was a tower, a 5G tower, it was um, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> like down down almost near Connecticut and ex- down uh, 165, 138 to Connecticut, yeah. Yeah. uh, right before you go go to uh, what is it, uh, Beach Pond where it used to be Beach Pond. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's a 5G tower. I was there. I was like, holy crap, I got 5G, but the speeds weren't there. Like it, it, it was like 50, which is great, but that's 4G speeds. Yeah, that's what I get in good areas. Yeah. 4G yeah. I mean, like, 5G, I expect the way they were talking, I was expecting fast, you know? Well, no, but I've seen people with phones that are near 5G towers and stuff um, uh, that are near, like, oh, some in the major cities. And they do. They have close to a gigabit speed. Yeah, I've never seen that. On their phones. But so I'm guessing that tower might have been the one you were here that wasn't being turned on yet for 5G or was. Well, I had to. It showed 5G on my phone. No, I'm saying but no, it might have been. Either. So there's different bands of 5G as well. Well, yeah, there are. Yeah, it might have been that 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 low end band. And we had to deal with the ridiculousness of the crazy conspiracy theories, like 5G is causing Corona. Oh, like yeah. what? Yeah. What? Like I don't think these people realized that the military has been using 5G for like the last ten years. Well, that's what they were trying to say. That 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 guy who did I'm the like, explosion in Tennessee, they were trying to say it was because of, he didn't like five G. Oh, the hell! <laughs> like this, it's been around. It's not like a new thing. The difference is we the public access networks that were are used on cell phones didn't use it. The military was using it along with certain corporations were using it. It was around. It was here. Mm-hmm. Corona didn't start ten years ago, did it? Though, no. <laughs> come on now, people. Oh yeah, yeah, a cell phone tower. Actually, doctor. technically, you can say Corona started ten years ago because it's just another form of SARS and pig flu and swine flu and all that. Well, shit. no, it, no. The so technically, you could say it or originated way back. Okay, well, no, swine wait, wait, flu let's started. Rephrase it: COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, so, no, no, that's so basically, when G, when one G came out, it caused pig pig flu or swine <laughs> flu, and then when it got to like three G, it caused uh what do you call it? Um, SARS, and then when they hit five G, it caused fucking big Latin. The real <laughs> name for the real the technical name for COVID is uh, SARS COVID two. No, the technical name for it is China bug. So um, because it was made in the China lab. Yeah, it's, it's the evolution of it's the second evolution. Well, there's it's the sixth evolution of coronavirus. Um, the second rendition of a SARS like virus. That's a coronavirus. See, what had happened is that Goku beat the first virus and then it unlocked its next form. 
which is the the COVID virus. And we got to stop Goku from beating COVID virus or else he'll get to his ultimate form. Yeah. And at that point, you'll just die. Um, so and no one wants that. Because everybody doesn't know, Corona is actually just the common cold. It was discovered in like the 50s or 60s or something like that. So it's been around for a long time. Which is why Lysol says kills virus. the COVID virus. Coronavirus, yes, because it kills the virus <laughs> that creates the common cold. But it's not going to kill SARS-CoV-2. <laughs> Or SARS-CoV-3. Well, that's the whenever that shows up. <laughs> whenever they get done working on that one in the lab. Um, you know, my my question is, if they ever find out that it's true, will will the world do world do anything about it? Because technically, the world has lost trillions of dollars and countless lives because of this virus. And if they find out it was made in the lab, will they just let them get away with it? Do you well, hey, um. How much do you know about the Spanish flu? Is this when you try to tell me that America made it so that they could kill Spanish people? Do you do you know? No, well, no, no, no. The reason there's a reason. The only reason why it's called the Spanish flu is because the Spanish were the first ones to report about it. Um, that's the only reason. Um, the first case of it in the world, the first reported dozen cases in the world, uh, were Cambridge, Massachusetts. What's that got to do with being created there, in a lab? There was actually a whole conspiracy theory that was actually made in a lab in Cambridge. Yeah, but this is no longer conspiracy theory. There are people, like I said, these fucking yeah. Israeli doctors and scientists are pretty dead set on this. No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm looking at a Tampa Bay Times, like Florida newspaper that's saying three hours ago, China clamps down on hidden hunt for coronavirus origins in a mine shaft, uh, like a hidden oh. mine shaft in, in China. Dude, yeah. they arrested the journalist uh, a couple weeks ago. I saw it on uh, Politigaf. That was trying to report on it. They arrested her. She's ghosted. No one knows where she went. Hmm. Just so, disappeared. This year, we also had just recently, um, Apple has ditched Intel completely. It is now making their own processors, which is crazy. Like, it's been, what, a little over 10 years since the power PCs were out, were around? Uh, 20, like The only thing yeah, I care about Apple is that I wasn't smart enough to buy stock when I had right? the chance. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited. I am buying a MacBook with my tax refund. Yeah, they are. I guess they these new processors work super. They well, are like super fast. The yeah. the, the battery power is far yeah. superior to a laptop. <laughs> it's not like it's not Intel's year. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not Intel's year. Yeah. Uh, with AMD crushing it on the other end for making chips a lot cheaper and more viable and faster and everything else. Yeah. It's, um, they're and then the, well, well, the their graphics card hasn't come out yet. So we'll have to see what they do, but I don't think they're beating right now. The 3080 or um, the 59, 50, uh, 50 something, 98. Yeah. 58. Yeah. yeah. They're not beating either one of those. I don't think, but so, if you still want to make a computer, you still have to wait because there's nothing available. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And for, well, unless you're Okay. Granted, I bought a lot older parts, uh, and I'll get in that in a minute because I'm building a new server. Um, but the other thing that what do you hear? Well, I just lost my goddamn. I was just trying to look up that story. You never I have a train of thought anyway, dude. Anyway, <laughs> so the one thing that's crazy with science that happened this year, um, with obviously we've had the number of story we've covered a few times with that weird signal that's out in space that keeps on showing up. We don't know what the hell it is, but we had the government disclose. That aliens are like there's there was 
non-terrestrial craft that have been visiting our planet. And the government disclosed it. And the world is just like, oh, okay. Just, just yeah. so you know, since you, since you, <laughs> since you loved it, since you love to have uh, Trump derangement disorder, uh, whatever disorder, he, he's the guy who, who forced. Is he? The, the, yeah, he's the one that declassified all this shit. He forced the declassification like five or six hey, months ago, which is why it's been just declassifying for a while now. Stuff's been coming out for a while because it was one of the things he declassified right away because he I, wants I, I, to know. <laughs> no, well, no, no. That well, I want to say that'd be cool if you're right, but I already know you're wrong because um the entire time though I know I'm right because I literally just watched the Joe Rogan podcast like two days yeah, but, ago where they talked about it. No, I know, but he's probably that's still probably wrong because the entire yeah time, you're right you're no, wrong. He talked to an expert, but you're wrong. You're right. No, the reason why, because the entire time Bill Clinton was in office, he was trying to get it disclosed, and they kept on telling him it's above your pay grade, sir. So what you're saying is just because Bill Clinton couldn't, Trump couldn't? Yes. Well, what I'm telling you is, again, you're not an expert. The guy Joe Rogan talked to is, and yes. I um, know you don't like it, Nate. I know you hate it, but yes. <laughs> okay? <laughs> the expert they talked to discussed this it's a pet peeve of his he really he's he's into this shit he's crazy into it and that's one of the things he wanted to know when he got into office and then he wanted to get other people to know about it because he's crazy into this shit um so and then the other thing is like i didn't like i found out and i sent it off in the messenger uh because someone else found out about it that posted it in that five thousand nine hundred whatever page bill that was just recently passed Congress has to disclose all information on extraterrestrials in 180 days. Hmm. That's crazy. Like, what in the hell kind of world do we like? What happened? Here? What does that have to do with the coronavirus? Well, that's the thing too. That's also very true. Um, but that's just crazy. Like, what? Like, like. Okay, Nate, so I, you're, I, you're I, asking I, the wrong questions. That's not what's crazy. What's crazy is they're saying this now, after that that scientist from Israel, I believe it's an, it was another scientist from Israel, who literally no, it was a former ambassador or minister. Did you see this? He came out and said that he said that Israel had made contact with an alien. Yes, um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that comes out, and, and in a month, like a month later, all of a sudden, this is hidden in a bill. Yeah, no, and the same guy said it's been happening since the 30s. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> the only problem I have with it is when he said the Tau, and I was like, the Tau? They're like, fuck that, I hate the Tau. Warhammer Tau? Not very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like, it's like the year, okay, so 2020 is that much of a crazy year. Like, I've been, obviously, I've listened to a lot of different conspiracy yes podcasts and whatnot, because they're fun to It's listen. not really a crazy but, year, other but, than... The overreaction well, no, but, in the lockdown and the destruction of like economies well, around the no, world. No, but the year to be as crazy enough as it is to where that's public news, news headlines barely that the government has disclosed that we have extraterrestrial spacecraft like invading Earth, and everybody's like, "Oh, cool, that's okay." Nobody reacts. Yeah, to but that. Rodney, that's <laughs> a ment that that's a mentality. People and I, I actually said this earlier, but my, my mic wasn't working when we got ready to start. Because I said, if either one of you say anything like, oh, I can't wait for two, 2020 to be over. It's such a terrible year. 
the you know like oh how could 2020 get any worse i'm going to i'm not going to sit on the podcast because i <laughs> think it's the most retarded thing this mentality that has happened over this past year this year has been pretty much the same as any other year other than the uh, the, the coronavirus which is literally just been a bunch of terrible evil fuck propaganda on the goddamn news making everybody scared and a lockdown well, there, there hasn't been of, anything super crazy that has happened this year. There was all this, the, what there you're was talking all about riots. is the first crazy there was thing all I remember. Riots. That was pretty nuts. Yeah, but remember, like I showed you that uh, Bazinga. I showed you the graph, and I showed you it happened at exactly the same type of intervals every so many years since, like, our country was founded almost. The riots were pretty bad. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because for twenty for, for being this because th age. things things flow back and forth and move in a pattern, dude. They yeah. repeat themselves. The, so what you have is you have the seventies and you have people who were not educated on the war at all, and people who were educated on but disingenuous feeding the public a bunch of bullshit, which made every and I'm not defending the Vietnam War. That's not what I'm saying. But they got fed enough bullshit so that their reaction was to go crazy and thus riot everywhere, which is what happened no, during no. the 70s. Hang on. No, no, but that's then, what I'm talking about. The, hang on. Oh, then no. That, no, Nate, listen to me. Then that reaction pushes all the way extreme to one angle, we'll say to the left, and then <laughs> people who grow up who are too young see that, and they push back against that stupidity, and it goes back the other direction in the next set of the next generation of people. So we had like 80s and 90s were kind of calm. Then you have people growing up in the 2000s who push back against that calm era and they stop pushing in the other direction and they start overreacting about everything. We end up fuck, we end up burning half our country down for the stupidest reasons. The next generation will be much more calm than this one because it's going to go back the other way. Well, no, no, no. But yeah, but yeah you got yeah. You decided, it you just swings back and forth. No, but what I'm talking about was distinctly just race riots, nothing else but race riots. Yeah, um, it, that is what and it happened every so many years, and it's been happening since almost the founding of our country. And it happens at exactly the same amount of intervals. And it's crazy because it shifts. So um in the early days of our country, uh, once we ended slavery, people were rioting for slavery. It was like, what kind of craziness is going on? Yeah, it's because it's because it, it this is this is gonna sound terribly like up my own ass and condescending. <laughs> But it's because people listen to the stupid talking heads, either mm. in the news, people down the street at the pub, when you're when you're back in like the 1700s and stuff, people around your area. Now, you know, now like, this like in this area, now age, it's people it's, it's on social TV. media. It's social media. But, yeah, how does it so you have exactly the same amount of time every so many years? The exactly like, the same amount of time passes every single time to almost a couple days. Probably it's probably just because it percolates. Like it, once once it gets once it happens and it simmers back down, it starts to build again, and it doesn't take long for it to happen again. No, but it, for it to be almost exactly to a like to a T, the exact same amount of years every single time, and it's only off by a couple of days. That okay, I can't okay, explain. It's the all-seeing eye. It's the I uh, can just whoever they are. All I can tell people. you is that it's it, the, the reason why it happens is because. There's it's always someone being disingenuous, making it seem worse than it is. Like the George Floyd stuff was terrible, but the problem was the media covered it as if the entire country is to blame for it instead of covering the fact that those four cops were to blame for it. 
So then you get you piss off a bunch of people on one side who want to fight for it, and then you piss off a bunch of people on the other side who are like, "Why are you blaming me? I got nothing to do with this. I was, I was sleeping when this all happened." And that percolates and builds into this utter stupidity where we're telling, we're yelling at each other and killing each other over nothing, and we're oh. we're at like, you want stupidity, dude? Portland defunded the cops completely. They defunded the cops, right? They're now begging and complaining that the few cops they have left are not showing up quick enough to stop the rampant crime that started. Yeah. So they fired all the cops, and now they're mad the cops aren't there to help them. Um, no, but it's crazy with science, though, because, like, I listen to it a lot of podcasts, and I've seen, like, this year I've seen more evidence than ever that there could be some kind of crazy pattern to our universe where it could be running a simulation it's scary it's, but it's not it's running there. a simulation oh my god you literally it's... just called some people crazy conspiracy theorists like 10 15 minutes ago about <laughs> about the 5g and then you turn around and claim we're running a simulation well no no there's, jesus there's, christ not, dude not when there's actually evidence showing that there's Nate, we don't either. live in the matrix okay no, okay, Nate, i'll try not to be mean it, here we do not live in the matrix it's the illuminati no. okay they planned it out well, no every no, no, 50 like, years no, like <laughs> There are things in our universe like that resemble like how computers actually work. It's almost scary. Nate, do you realize the human brain works like a computer? Yes, I do. Did you ever stop to think it might be human nature? Like it's literally part of us to build stuff in that way? Well, yeah, of course. Maybe that's that's just the building blocks of life. Maybe that's how life works. That doesn't mean we're living in a simulation, you crazy bastard. they, They always say history repeats itself. Well, no, that, that's not why, but, like, obviously, I do, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not going to get completely into that subject. The point was, I, that's one of the things, like, um, I was listening to you and reading a bunch of stuff, and I was like, holy crap, there's these people, like, there's a number of people that get paid, like, easily, like, $600,000 a year or more, these scientists, that have had, like, semi-breakthroughs and that are being paid to wonder, to basically divulge and figure out, like, like if we actually are in a simulation and they're Man, they are some- running a scam just so <laughs> you know Nate, they are scientists they're not anymore but they were scientists who literally believed scientology and worked their asses off to prove it to be right because anybody can believe anything if they try hard enough well, including right. something like a goddamn <laughs> simulation or flat earthers like <laughs> I'm sorry, that that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. You sound like someone who believes in God. And you, no, no, I'm just saying. I, no, no, I don't, he's got a point. He's got a point. You, you got to understand. From my point of view, my point of view, I'm not making fun of people who believe in God and have their religion. People can have their religion. I'm saying Nate is someone who despises religion. Yeah, that's. And why when I'm you say something here. like that, you come off sounding like one of those religious people. Well, it's no, but illogical, said, but you don't think. believe it. Yeah, but I didn't say we were, but I saying there's evidence for, like, it's really interesting when you're looking into it. Like, they could be something onto something, whether they do or they are onto something or if they're not. If, we don't know, but the fact that they're actually coming up with things. If anything, it could be something along the lines of the universe is actually an organism that we live in. And that's why things in the universe look weird like that. Like, the star patterns look like the human brain synapse popping off and shit. Well, yeah, it does. It actually, the like, universe weird shit looks like, like that. Looks like yeah. A human brain. It really does. It works like yeah. a brain. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so it, who knows? But the idea that we're in a simulation, no. We're bacteria. We're not <laughs> in a computer simulation unless we're unless we're like a dream. And then in that case, man, could you dream me up a better looking body? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and some and new there... new knees and shit. So million dollars. Uh, we'll get into the media here. Um, as Fuck far as the media. Culture, like, um, and we'll kind of, I guess you could say, segue into it. Is that I got into recently? Like, I was thinking about for a while building Plex servers. Like for a while, I was. Ugh, you're not of... supposed to talk about this on the network, dude. You're gonna get oh. busted. <laughs> not getting, it's, there's nothing illegal about it, so everybody knows. There, there's anyway. nothing illegal about the. Okay. There's, there's nothing, nothing illegal about making a you're Plex telling server, me right? that goat porn you tried to show me isn't illegal. <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, and there's actually a few out there. I didn't realize there's like Plex, uh, there's Juva, Jelva, I can't remember. Anyway, there's a few of them out there. Plex is the well, most well-known one for running servers. And I kept on like putting it off. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to build a Plex server. So I was like, you know how I got really, so I found out the best way to do it is running, uh, Ubuntu server headless on my, uh, like server head sitting around, not doing anything. And I did that, and I ran the Plex. I was like, "Holy shit, the thing runs like so nice!" And everybody does what headless like server is. It means it has no graphical interface. Um, it doesn't have a monitor hooked to it. You have to uh, connect to it through SSH through another computer or your phone or whatever uh, to run code. And it's 100% command line. It's nothing. There's no graphical interface at all. Um, and that being that, it runs really well. Um, but the difference is like how much like you can have all your home media uploaded to it. And it runs, once you upload something to the server, it actually finds the metadata for it. It finds the posters. It finds all the details about all the actors on it. It puts down background music, for Christ's sake, as you, when you select it. Um, it does a whole bunch of crazy, like stuff. So you tell me if I put a porn on there, it's going to give me background music of whatever, well, whatever's in there. Yeah, it will. It would. Need a hot pizza. Oh. Which is yeah, it's which is really cool. Like it isn't perfect. Like I've had some trouble with some metadata, um, and that's all about how the file is named and stuff. So that's a whole other problem. But as far as like breakthroughs, like Plex is like a really good year. Like and I was looking through, like they've done a lot of things this year for updates and whatnot, and it's just a great source for your basically home media. And I'm gonna put like a ton in there, and I want to get like I'm gonna be ordering in a few weeks a six terabyte hard drive to put onto it, and I'm also ordered parts to build another one. Um, which just is going to change over and it's going to be way more powerful. Um, and it's going to be able to handle a whole lot more users. You got to figure out how to make it work as an emulator for video games. Well, that's not Plex. That'd be something whole, something else. I know, but be able to wirelessly <laughs> yeah. play like on a, like a browser on your phone or something. You, you would need, yeah, you would need something pretty powerful for that though. Because that way you're, you're. Hey, if we're on media, can I, can I bash Wonder Woman now? <laughs> That I have to upload to the server, actually. Because Bazinga, Bazinga talked, said he's seen part of it. I've only, so, I, I, yeah, I've, uh, where am I in that movie? Did the fact oh, that he you ju- stopped he ju- it? He just, no, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you fell asleep. He, he just, he just got the rock. Dude, I wish he had got the rock. He, he got Would that have been rock more entertaining. and he said, I want to be the Dude. all questions. Look, I, I have to, I. People are gonna because people are gonna spin this, but I have to preface this. I liked the first Wonder Woman a ton. Okay, yeah, it was good. That movie was very good. This movie is, it is literally awful, and I know I say that about a lot of movies. So I'm going to put this in perspective. It is worse 
than The Last Jedi, which I consider to be one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay? That's how bad I did not like this movie. It is so goddamn stupid. I don't understand what happened. The score is terrible. Like, you watch the you watch the first movie and you get a feel of like, oh, she's she's a badass. She has a dark past. You know, she's hurt. Stuff like that. You watch this movie and you're like, who the fuck is this lady? She's all, everything about the movie is like happy go lucky land. She's apparently she's Superman now and Spider Man. She flies around the city using a whip like she's Spider-Man, dude. Yeah, yeah. She learns to fly at the end of near the end of the movie. And I'm watching I'm watching and I'm like, she couldn't fly in Justice League. Which it happened first. Uh, it happened after. Yeah. <laughs> so how is she flying here? At one point she made she does the invisible jet and it's not a joke. <laughs> You know what I mean, Nate? Do you understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying to you? Yeah, 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 the yeah. joke, the invisible plane that didn't exist in the comics, the joke that was made on TV was used in the movie unironically to oh show a power. Aye, aye, aye. How did, and it had the same director. How did they mess that, this up? Well, I have, I have two explanations for that, but another complaint. Her boyfriend gets into a fighter jet with her knows how to fly it because he was a pilot. The last thing he's ever flown was a freaking bipedal plane. Do you know how different those are from actual fighter jets? He would oh, yeah, have yeah. no effing clue, no clue how to turn the plane on. No, no, not a clue. He gets in and just goes. Well, he'd be like, where are all these buttons? <laughs> yeah. He just gets in and goes. Uh, uh, as for how they messed it up, it's actually very simple. I did some research. Um, What's his name? Zack Snyder wrote the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Patty Jensen directed it. Mm -hmm. She had no input on the story. She wrote the entire second movie and directed it. That's how it got screwed up. It's it's funny how how a female director in writing made made it very womanizing. Uh, that did that that stuff not even what bothered me. I just find really it strange. Is... There's a lot of like catcalling and shit in it. It's like oh yeah, that that. Nate, this this is the you're gonna laugh at this, all right? For the first fifty minutes of the movie, any time Kristen Wig or uh, Gal Gadot is on scene, they're catcalled by a random white guy. The hell! Every time, it doesn't matter who it is. When they when she shows up at the party, Gal Gadot is almost sexually assaulted by like seven different dudes yeah. until her Jeez. boyfriend shows up. When when uh Kristen Wig first becomes something like Cheetah, she goes for a jog and she runs by like five sets of people and every one of them catcall her and, and are sexually mean to her. As yeah. if to try to make you believe that everywhere women go, all they do is get sexually like assaulted verbally by people. Shit. That's literally the first fifty minutes of the movie. I am not kidding. Every scene. That doesn't every scene that involves them out by themselves, it's ridiculous. But that again, that's not the stuff that bothered me. What bothered me is, for example, the score. I don't know if you noticed this, Nate uh, Bazinga. You remember those old movies from the '90s, like Little Soldiers or Small Soldiers, or like 
those terrible Christmas movies like yeah, yeah. the Santa Claus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And how whenever they have scenes where like someone's sneaking, they play that terrible oh. music in the background. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Every goddamn scene had that shit playing. <laughs> I, I didn't understand it. She goes to work and you hear like ding 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 dong ding ding ding. I'm like, what the, f- what the hell is oh, this? Music? When when, when uh, Kristen Wiig comes in and her first her first like first appearance in the show and she's like she's got that nerdy music behind her. Yeah, she's got this weird like sitcom nerd music. Yeah. Also, her entire origin origin story is literally just Catwoman from Batman. Oh really? <laughs> like the best way to describe it is it felt like the Batman move, like the original Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. She was Um even the Halle Berry one, you know, they were just dorks, you know, like a dork nerd person and always made fun of and treated like shit and then oh, this thing happens and they they thrive. <laughs> well, I got, like, I got some bad news for you. You guess what movie uh Patty Jenkins is directing next? Well, here's the thing. It's if she doesn't write it, it might be good again. Yeah, it's, I, because her directing was one, fine yeah. in the first movie. Yeah. It was her writing. She's uh, like, doing Rogue Squadron. Oh Jesus Christ! In twenty twenty three, I don't know. Let's see. Because I'll look into it. I, I've always had this problem when it comes, and it, I don't care if it sounds sexist because I, I'm not trying to be, but I've always felt that guys are not as good as women when it comes to dr- drama. And women are not as good when it comes to action. And the reason why I say that is you have stuff like Twilight. Twilight, girls are all like, oh, man, it's so sad. You watch movies, you're like, yeah, I, I get the story. There's a lot of emotion in the story. But then they get to the buildup for their action sequences. And the buildup, the entire time, you're just like, Edward's still a pussy. Like, there's no build. He doesn't come off tough. And you then you need, look you at this. To, yeah, you need to read some, read some Gail Z. Martin. It says, uh, but my point George is, George Lucas like, is writing. So then you watch, you watch this movie, and the 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 difference is stark. Uh, Zack Snyder's um, Wonder Woman felt like a badass every time she was on scene, with mm-hmm. that music playing her theme yep. from the from the movies. Always felt like a badass, and then Patty Jenkins' uh, Wonder Woman, the way she wrote it never felt like a badass even at the end when she shows up with the the gold body armor didn't get i wasn't like all right we're about to see a fight scene i was like so it i i can't explain it i just i feel like they don't understand how to build suspense and action and maybe it's just the ones that are doing it now and it hasn't been like maybe you're right nate maybe there's some really good ones i just have not seen one be converted to movie yet that actually portrays badass when it comes to the action sequences of whatever they're doing. The um, movie's hey, no, just De- not um, good. Dude. DC keeps uh, messing De- up, man. Hey, no, Deborah Chow. What'd she, she do? She's absolutely stunning. She's done most of the. She's did the two heavy action intensive episodes for in the first season of Mandalorian. She did the couple that were in the season two for action that were huge action oriented. Um, she's done a ton of the Westworld action scenes. Oh, but the uh, question is, is she she's, writing? She's, she's really good. Yeah, but is she writing the characters? Because part of what makes Mandalorian's action scenes good. No, that's Dave Filoni. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they can't direct an action scene. What I'm saying is I feel like the women that have been given a chance to make action movies when it comes to writing the characters haven't quite figured out 
what makes an action character endearing that makes you psyched to see the scenes. And my, that's what I mean by like looking at this. At no point did I get hyped for the fight between Cheetah and Wonder Woman in this movie. It was almost like the villain was not important. And then at the end, when she goes up against the true bad guy, it's nothing more than her putting her whip around his leg and then telling the world to, to recant their wishes. And then he runs off and hugs his son. There's no payoff to that action, to that either. So there's no, no buildup at all. No. Well, it's like the, fir- the first scene in the beginning of the movie when she caught the bad guys, it was... There was a lot of stuff. It felt like home alone. It felt like I was watching home alone. We only have ten minutes. We spent like way too much time on our own. Um, (laughs) So, um, so cut that off. So, the one thing that we saw like this year is first we saw like I love like the found footage type films. Oh God, you cut us off for shit we don't even know. (laughs) So one of the cool things was the host was a really neat movie. Exactly. Have you seen any Epizenga? No, I never heard of it. Me neither. Well, he cut us off from something important to well, something only can, he saw. Well, you can go ahead and watch it. It's on my Plexer. I'm not going to watch it because I don't care. <laughs> um, so we also saw, like, in just in general, the media, it was like a few, like, starting, like I would say, in the summer, we started actually seeing a lot more things that were actually reflecting um, the pandemic. And we saw, like, the world we're living in now in media. Like a few of the metal bands I listened to came out with albums and they had multiple songs. A couple of these bands had songs that had to deal with the pandemic. It was like you started to see the real world getting reflected into media. uh, What we were living in, which was kind of neat. I don't know why you're using we because it's nothing to do with me. Um, (laughs) um, And then in general, obviously we're have 10 minutes left. The Mandalorian, like Knocked out of the park again for a season two. Um, everything except for the Sasha Banks content. No, <laughs> um, oh, yes, well, I can we explain that. I had not, we I, have to I can explain them. that. Oh, no, no, no like, like, I liked it, I, Nate. I liked it. I agree with you on all of it. My problem with the Sasha Banks content is that she was beating up someone that she should have no chance against. The the her leader should the girl that's in charge of her, okay. But she's a side character. She shouldn't put up a fight against Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett's king deal. Hmm. She should just get smacked around by him, and then her leader maybe smacks him around. Well, we saw they're working together in the end anyway. Yes, yes, but and her dialogue that, wasn't too too. Uh, yeah, good. but like like I said, that that's a that's a mistake for um character development though yeah. you want your your bill boba fett's going to be a real character he's going to grow to become something he's going to be on his own show right nate yeah. so that means he's going to be the hero of whatever show he's on the big bad on whatever show he's on well, i think he's supposed Cut. to be the guy who's like i think it seems like it's going to be a grout the underground on tatooine yes but the point is he's the guy you don't screw with on his show yeah just like the mandalorian is the guy you don't screw with on the mandalorian so yeah. therefore, when you bring him in to confront these two chicks, the one that's underneath the prince, princess, whatever she is, the one that wants the sword, should not, oh, yeah. should not put up a fight against him. She should be a fly to him, and the girl that wants the sword should be his equal or stronger. 
by giving him a trouble with a henchman, you degrade his character for later arcs. Yeah. Because now you, every time you see him fight someone, you go, wow, he just beat 12 people. I can't believe Sasha Banks beat him around. Well, guess who's in Wonder Woman that's in Mandalorian? Pedro Sasha Pascal. Banks. P- Pedro. Oh, yeah. The Mandalorian is uh, in <laughs> the Wonder Woman. So it, 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 I just don't understand the philosophy. Again, someone's writing there who doesn't know understand how to build a hero or a villain. Like, at the end, I thought that girl was going to fight. I was psyched for her. At the end of the season? Um, oh, you mean you thought Bo-Katan was going to fight Gideon? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought she was going to fight the Mandalorian for the sword. And I was like, no. I'm hyped to see her fight because she's a badass. She's like the Vegeta. She hasn't done anything. Every, th- every time you see her, she's behind all her henchmen doing all the work. No, I think what she's going to end up being because... She was the kind of like right hand man to Pre Vizsla, who was the last leader of Mandalore. And I think that's what she's going to be to Den. Den's going to be the new leader of Mandalore. And she's going to be his like, like the right hand man for her, for him, I say. Um, but I think that's you get, you get my point, though. Wherever she's around, she's directing these other people. So she's like the Vegeta character in that she doesn't get her hands dirty as often. So you think she's holding back, she's the badass. Yeah. So it, I would have rewrote that scene where like I would have had uh Boba Fett knock Sasha Banks out like almost immediately, just drop her and have what is her name? Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan jump in and kind of do a quick exchange with, with um Boba Fett so you go, Oh, she's his equal. Mm-hmm. But instead you see this this nobody character that, that was like a stunt casting. Well, I think you're making an ass- you're going to make an assumption on both ways because we actually don't know a whole lot about her character. We don't know how much she's fought. We don't know how who she's fought. We don't know anything. She could be way tougher than Boba Fett, or she could be way weaker. No, but that's the thing. We if don't know the- either. No, because if it's Laura, they're writing it. She could be, but she shouldn't be because their writing needs to be smart enough to know that they're giving him his own show, which means he can't be getting beat by henchmen. And she's a henchman based on the fact that she had like one line and no background and any of the scenes she was in throughout the entire season. And the other girl has all the background. So she's the top dog. It's just, yeah. it's bad writing. It would be like if they made, uh, made Nappa kick Goku's ass. Well, I you would have been like, were... this makes no sense. <laughs> well, I think what they were trying to say in that scene was that like Dan and Bo-Katan were on the same level and Boba Fett and uh, what I can't remember her character's name right now were on the same level. No, you're that's what they were trying to do, but you're doing it wrong because Boba Fett, it, without a doubt, from the character, the fans' point of view, Boba Fett is he's on at least the same level as the Mandalorian. Period. Hmm. Like that's from the mentality of the fans. That's what you think. You think, well, Boba Fett's a badass. You don't screw with Boba Fett. All right? You don't fuck with Boba Fett. He it's fought Obi-Wan thing. and lived. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's very true. So you, well, do, no, so no, you was, don't no, look no, at no, him. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't Boba Fett. That was Jenga Fett. Sorry. Fought, Sorry, you're right. That was his Boba, Fett, Boba Fett's his son. Got to be a badass, too. Mm-hmm. Well, the last time, the thing is, though, the only thing is, as far as the new canon, the only last time we saw Boa Fett fight, well, besides when 
they were coming after Den. The only other time we saw Boba Fett fight before that was when he got his ass kicked by one swipe from Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but that's Luke Skywalker. He's on a level yeah. where he should be able to kill everyone. Like, if the Mandalorian and 12 people attacked him, he should just kill them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, a that's different probably... story. But yeah. Boba, I, I, I'm not just harping on that. I'm just saying, like, in general, I feel like they, I feel like when they were writing, they sat down and went, all right, we got Sasha Banks playing this character. Let's make sure she looks really cool. Not going, let's make sure she's really cool, but in service of the characters that are most definitely permanent. You're not going to see her that often on that show, and she's not going to play a huge role. So you got to make sure that everything you do is in service of the characters in the story that are going to be around. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. And when you don't do it that way, you come off looking stupid. Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw Mark Hamill tweeted actually only like a few hours ago. Thank you to um, John Favreau and Dave Filoni uh, for allowing to play Luke Skywalker again. You mean for fixing Luke Skywalker? Because the last. Well, all he did was the the last. What? All he did was the voiceover. Yeah, but no. But it was. Well, yeah. So. Dude, I'm not. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is fix him as in. They basically erased that bullshit in the other movie. Well, like, they didn't erase it. This is before that. This is the no, no. Before. When I when I mean they erased it, mean they, the is I mean the no, they I mean they redeemed him. True uh, fans can ignore that shitty movie and remember him as what he is instead of the joke that they made him in that movie. Yeah, and one thing I found today, like twenty twenty, obviously been such a like, as far as Star Wars content, it's been like a hell of a year. It's been awesome. Um, one thing I found kind of. Pain yes, we're kind of going to go over here a little bit, but that's right. Um, uh, one of the one of the lead story creators and stuff that's been at Lucasfilms for like since like the beginning trilogy, um, is just a douchebag like out of the blue. Um, I don't know if you know anybody who know the YouTube channel Star Wars Theory. He's the guy who made the uh, Darth Vader film that and- got taken down by Disney, and then Lucasfilm put it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he does like like watch things as he was watching like all the Mandalorian and he watched the last episode like live on YouTube and he started like crying when Luke Skywalker showed up. Right. And this asshole goes ahead and makes fun of him on Twitter. Who? Oh, one of the lead uh, Pablo. I can't remember his last name. Pablo something. I can't. I... Are you talking about the, the fat kid that like balled his eyes out during the trailer? No, no, no. This guy's like a big influence in the star Wars, like uh fan universe in general. Like he made, like, like I said, he made like the, uh, the Darth Vader, the short Darth Vader movie, and he spent like over like I think fifteen thousand dollars making it. Um, and it was originally taken down by Disney because Disney's like, no, that's our property, you can't do that. And Luke, uh, George Lucas actually got pissed they did that. George Lucas reached out to Kathleen Kennedy, and then they reached out to Disney and they actually put it back up. They said, No, we can't do that to our fans. Our fans love making fan films, like you can't do that. Mm. Um, and it got put back up. And who is this guy that made fun of him? Um, one of the lead uh, story creators that's worked at George, Luke, like Lucas Films from the beginning. Wow. Um, why do I he, feel like why do I feel like there's more behind it? Like the reason why he made fun of him is because he thought the new fan base would join in. Um. Yeah, Paulo Hidalgo. Um. And it's messed up because after he got called out by a lot of the Star Wars fans. Um, and he actually went and made another Twitter account because he was getting ridiculed so bad by other Star Wars fans. Like, why the hell are you picking up? I like, want to see this ridiculous. right now. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, why the hell are you such a douchebag? Like, 
the guy got emotional because he saw his favorite character show up. Mm. <laughs> like, like what in the hell? I just want to, I want to see the media spin on it because I'm sure the media spins. Uh, oh, no, yeah, but don't look at the media spin. Look at like right from Star Wars theory. Look. Yes, at, I know, but I want to see the media look spin. Look at, look at his Twitter account. Um, and you'll see, like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty messed up. It's cool that the rest of the Star Wars fans actually came together, like, behind him, and like, hey, listen, guys, this is fucking messed up. Like, you can't do this kind of shit. Like, that's just wrong. Like, the guy's like, Star Wars is like his life. His YouTube channel is based off Star Wars. Like, like basically his living actually too oh no okay okay here we go here we go people because you gotta spin it that's not exactly what he said i don't agree that he should have said anything but he said don't artificially recreate that shit for millions in other words he was under the belief that the guy is faking it and if he was yeah. faking it that is pathetic Okay. Well, no, if he actually cried his eyes out and actually felt emotion, that's fine. If he sat down after watching the video, like if he watched the episode and then sat down and rewatched it and planned to fake cry at the end, that is a joke no, and he should be no, made fun of. He watched it live, like at midnight, like when the when it premiered and watched it like live on. Okay. YouTube. So okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, Nate, I'm not picking a side here. What I'm saying to you is that the guy that tweeted that was under the impression he faked it. Okay. Whether he's right or wrong, I don't know. But if the guy was faking it, he deserves to be made fun of. If he wasn't, he doesn't. That's simple. And the reason why the guy would say that is probably because if you watch some of these reaction videos, you can fucking tell these people are faking. Oh, no, but yeah. But and it's guy, embarrassing when they fake. It's like an oh, apology right. video from a YouTuber. No. No, yeah, no, you know right. they're full of shit when they do it. <laughs> no, but if you've even slightly paid attention, because I've watched this guy for years, Star Wars Theory, like, this guy is fully invested in Star Wars. It is his life. Yeah, like, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm not yeah. picking sides. Yeah, I'm just pointing life. out that the tweet is not exactly what was being portrayed. He did not get on there and go, ha ha, this guy's crying at Star Wars. <laughs> he specifically <laughs> said that in his opinion, he was trying, he was recreating and faking it yeah so he jack asked for pointing it out but no one knows for sure if he was right or wrong like no you you believe because you know this you've watched this guy a lot yeah but not everybody knows for sure if he's if he's right or wrong so no one knows if the guy was faking it or not i would i would say he probably wasn't because who the fuck goes to that trouble but i've seen i've seen some reaction videos where people fake some shit and they fake cry and it's just embarrassing because they're just trying to get more clicks and try to go viral. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy has easily, I think he has 2.3 million subscribers, so there's no reason for him to even... Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, he doesn't need to do that. He's like JonTron. Like, JonTron doesn't have to try. He makes a video once every six months, and it's like 10 million viewers. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I wish... Well, I anyway, so did we have anything else to add at the end of the year in review 2020? We got Wonder, one Wonder Woman was terrible. Um, please renew. Please renew. Um, Warrior, because I need my War Warrior season three, <laughs> and PUBG is better than Call of Duty. I'm out. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything, Bazinga? No. Okay. So.
So this is in 2020. Um, 2020 may be even crazier year. We don't know yet. We have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but we got one day left. First day, first year that there's not going to be a ball drop in the middle of New York, which is crazy. They're actually, I'm not sure. They might do the ball drop, but there's going to be nobody around. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not 100 positive on that. But I know there's nothing happening in Manhattan. No, no rocking Eve. So there's none of that craziness happening, um, which is going to be crazy. Um, and yeah, what's even nice, obviously, I yeah, work in the morning, so obviously I'll be up tomorrow night and like watching whatever they're going to have on TV. I guess we'll see. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I don't usually watch TV. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what 2021 brings in. Who knows? Um, but the fact, just I was saying, like in 180 days, Congress has to disclose. Yeah, like, oh, that's my not, God, that's exciting. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and I'm really hoping, obviously, the second half of that stimulus bill passed, so everybody can get like the total two thousand dollars, which is gonna be nice. Um, it'll make the start of the new year a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we will be back hopefully next week with a podcast covering the first of the year what new breakthroughs that may have happened in the next in the first couple of days of 2021 and what kind of year we're going to be living through but until then for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech get teched and i'm going to play you out with my ukulele ukulele (laughs) 